This is a HeadGum Podcast. So, you know, we had a friend a little while ago on this show. It was part of a lot of episodes. We even named an episode after this friend. That friend was... Mercury in retrograde. Oh, I must thought you were going to say pumpkin spice. No. Mercury in retrograde. We had such fond memories with them, didn't we? Gatorade. Gatorade. Mercury is in... Mercury. Mercury is in... Messing with the lines of communication, honestly. Maybe this whole podcast is going to be fucked up. Yo, honestly, actually, one of the pieces of equipment is like needs to be replaced right now and honestly mercury what are you doing mercury did a lot of things today to us honestly we antagonized mercury because we said the other day when we first found out that retrograde was happening again we were like you know we're not gonna let this affect us you know we're really gonna like we're gonna power through it and then mercury came in today and it was just like not today bitch and i didn't (laughs) even expect it like i woke up and i was like to, I didn't even remember, you know, I was like, today's yeah. a day, you know, like I have stuff to do and I was damn productive. Yep. And then she started, I feel like it's a, she, you know, the entity yeah. that is Mercury, you know, mm-hmm. honestly, all planets are women. I feel, <laughs> don't you feel that the sun absolutely is a woman. Definitely. That's why that whole, maybe like, Mars is a man. Okay. I hope this doesn't offend people, but like the whole him, you know, with the H, the H. Yeah. I just never bought that. I feel like a woman, if we're going to believe something, it's gotta be a woman. <laughs> Come on. But anyway, not to get too biblical today. Yeah. Mercury retrograde. It's really done some things today. We got to um, talk about the YouTube shit. That's one of the on fucking that. things that happened today. But something that we decided to do was we were like, okay, we have a lot of things in our kitchen because we have so much storage in our kitchen. Okay. Yeah. It's like, honestly, our biggest amount of storage that we have. Yep. But basically... We realized that there's a lot of things in the kitchen that don't need to be stored there that we've kind of had there since we moved here. (laughs) And so I was like, all right, you know, today, a.k.a. what is today? Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to clean all day. I'm going to reorganize everything. And I fucking did. And I had a great time doing it. And at the tail end of it, we decided to rearrange some furniture. Yeah. And I feel like Chris and I like to rearrange furniture when we're, like, feeling... Like, it's a new season Spice things up, you know? I feel like we do it for, like, every... Seasonal changes, yeah. And, like, honestly, the fact that we started rearranging furniture on the first day of retrograde, hmm, interesting, They say, don't make big changes. And, you know, moving this fucking cabinet, like, from one room to another, that's not a big change, but apparently for Mercury, that was enough. So part of this was, like, we had to move a lamp, and the lamp had to go where a plant was hanging from a ceiling, And so these are all small things, right? So we go to move the plant and there are like these two little glass globes that we have little air plants in and moss and rocks and sand. Yes. And we hang them using the exact same device that we hung them in a different spot in the room. Right above your beautiful iMac. Which in hindsight, stupid. I don't think we should ever hang something up. But you know what? We had faith because it had worked in a and previous they're tiny, space. And they're not, like, heavy at all. Yeah. So they're hung up probably for, like, an hour. And we're just sitting on the couch. And we're trying to decide, like, what we want to eat for dinner. And one of them just falls. Yep. <laughs> and it scared the fuck falls out Falls right of on the iMac, which is still working, thankfully. She's new and now has a scratch on the back. Yep. <laughs> and, like... Okay. 
but you know, like it's that fine. Is, that part faces the wall. That's I'm not. I'm not trying to be negative. You know, like I'm <laughs> gonna work through this. Like it's fine. You get knocked down, but get back up again. Never gonna keep me down. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the motto. But <laughs> fucking I don't know. god. So uh, this is coffee with Rachel. By the way, I'm Chris. And I'm Rachel, and there's dirt in my keyboard. And the funniest <laughs> part is that like it dumps out a bunch of potting soil all over the desk that I had just finished wiping. I yeah. cleaned it. I, I fucking took a microfiber towel, dusted the bitch, and then used a Clorox wipe like the goddamn goddess that I am. And then I literally rain mud on it. <laughs> like, someone help. God fucking damn it. <laughs> so we're not even having coffee this evening because clearly I'm too frenzied. Yeah, frenzied. It's also a little bit late. And, you know, I got to get an early morning tomorrow for... A release. A release. What a is the release? Beautiful release. I hate of this. The pumpkin spice latte. The gourd nutmeg <laughs> cappuccino. I've claimed my fan pass. Oh. I'm going over there tomorrow when they open, and I'm getting myself a pumpkin spice. I was considering, you know, somebody just sent to the P.O. box a beautiful T-shirt. I was going to say, you need to see the shirt that Chris is wearing to really set the tone. <laughs> this is this. my pumpkin spice tee, is what it says. Are you going to fucking wear that? I should wear this, grab <gasps> no. my cozy thingy that they sent me last year, and then also... Wear it on your arm like a fucking asshole. Yeah, and then take... <laughs> My mug that somebody else had sent us that uh, is it says a pumpkin, like pumpkin spice mug. Or it's something. pumpkin spice life. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I got you know all those things tomorrow. Are you gonna have them put the latte in that fucking custom mug? I would, but it's smaller than getting it a fucking have a lid. yeah. So you know, Trash. thinking practically. If anyone can get this. him a pumpkin spice go cup, send it to our PO box, and it'll really <laughs> toot his horn. That would be so funny. Oh God, but. <laughs> We could use our new Camelback Go cups. Just as long as Mercury doesn't fucking. Mercury's ruin this. gonna get there, and you're gonna go, and you're gonna do whatever fucking shit you have to do to get the pumpkin spice. I'm not coming. I didn't go last year. <laughs> you caused. You don't want to be embarrassed by me. You can order two. I just can't be there. And honestly, I feel like it's something you need to complete on your own. Yeah. It's like your side quest. It's a spiritual journey for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on the pumpkin spice life, and I think they'll get that vibe yeah. when I walk in. But I could picture you going there tomorrow, and then they're like, we don't even have it yet. <laughs> and it's like, damn, Mercury, what the what hell? What the fuck? But they're tweeting about it, so I don't know. Yeah, and we're Washington, Seattle. Yeah. I like, mean, I could find one if I really if try. If they're going to launch the old pumpkin, I feel like they're going to do it here at the HQ, you know? Mm-hmm. Go there down to that will, store. No, I'm just kidding. There will not be... What time Me. do they open? I don't know. I had to. Are you look gonna that go? Because we're gonna be up so early tomorrow. Like, are you gonna go like first person there and be like, I want one pumpkins? What do you have I to will. do? Uh, you just show them the fan pass on your phone. Oh, that's so chill. Yeah, it's not me having to be like unlocking. What them did you this say? Time. Mittens? I was scarf? like scarf or something <laughs> like that. I always say it's mittens. I always picture, like, meeting in a fucking dark parking garage, like, whispering to somebody else, like, You got the scarf? Scarf. And, <laughs> and they give you, like, you knock on a door in an alleyway, and you say, scarf. And you come in, and it's just, like, this orange blinged-out room, and it's, like, this, the pumpkin spice easy. Uh, yeah, no, so it's not anything like that this year, thank God. Watch them still make a scene. The first pumpkin spice unlocked. Mm-hmm. If they do that, I'm gonna lose my shit. Yeah, so that will happen tomorrow, and, you know, that will be a, a shining moment. beacon in my life. Also, we're going to PAX this weekend, so oh, that's shit. very awesome. Are any of you guys listening going to be at PAX? Because we'll be there, and we can hang. Yeah, we're just going to be bopping around. 
I don't know what time cool anything shit. is. I know I'll be back to my apartment in between to like get the subway smell off my skin. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, Bree's going to be there, which is super exciting. She's yep. going to be cosplaying. And I'm going to feel really dumb because <laughs> I'm going to be like a normal muggle. Yeah. You know? Oh my god, a muggle. Should I just cosplay? Oh my god. What can I cosplay? You cosplay as a muggle. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, do <laughs> if it. If anybody like... asks, who are you wearing? I'll be like muggle. <laughs> No one's going to ask me that. No oh, one's going to talk to me, I feel. <laughs> Honestly. You're like, who the fuck hey, is cool. this bitch? We got those uh, cool media passes, so media some people will talk to us. Yeah, now getting on that PR list was the greatest thing ever because now we're going to be able to like test out games and shit, which is like really exciting. Fantastic. You know? <laughs> but um, I do have a coffee fact. Okay. Just, you know, even though we're drinking tea. All right, so this is really going to fuck you up, I think. Oh, but God. this is that the fruit of a coffee plant is called a cherry, and the cherry is made up of the outer skin, the mucilage, the parchment skin, the silver skin, and then finally two beans on the inside. So a whole lot of skin. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I would say a lot of husk. Yes, How do they exactly. extract the beans? Like, is that like a hell of a process? I'm sure it's probably just some like fucking tumbler ass thing that shakes <laughs> Tumbling, them. Tumbling, not tumbling. <laughs> There's so much Fuck juicy. yeah, coffee skins. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, as soon as you said the fuselage, I was out. <laughs> What was it, the mucinex? <laughs> the mucilage. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. Like, I broke a plant. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't commit. So, b- um, right before we were going to record this, uh, we found something really fucking funny. Okay, so, don't ask, but me and Chris were like, <laughs> we were Googling common law marriage. Because it's just something we think about all the time. Because we've been living together for so damn long. Yeah. And so I didn't know. By the way, it's seven years, not five. <laughs> so we still also not in Washington. Yeah. What? I I guess because I grew up in Pennsylvania, and I'd heard about it there. I just thought Washington would happen. But who did I think I was? Honestly. <laughs> also, I found out that common law marriage is only for opposite sex in quotes. Wow. Couples. Gobbles. 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 So uh, that's fucked. So we were researching that. Anyway, so I was researching that, and when I was finding information, I found an article. And it's like one of those think pieces, you know? Listicles, as you called it. A listicle. And it's from Fox News, so you know it's good. Fantastic content already. And mind you, the context is that this was written in 2015. Just keep that in mind. Just hold on. Less to that. than one year ago. And this is eight reasons why living with a boyfriend won't lead to marriage. And I want to explore them with you all. <laughs> it's so funny. But because I guess I Googled, I was like living with someone for five years. Yeah. Because I wanted to know if that was like a law. Okay. So let me get to the actual list because, of course, it's like a whole two essay worth paragraphs of bullshit at the top. Yeah. And then it gets down to the meat of the Fantastic bullshit. So, uh, men and women have very different ideas about what living together means. Women typically see it as almost inevitable step towards marriage, while men see it as a no obligation test drive. Excuse what? me. First of all, the whole article is like gays don't exist. So just get that out. It's of the heteronormativity way. out the ass, but it's also it shits on like men, but it makes it be like okay, men are horrible. Here's what you can do to make that 
better for you. You are the reason that the <laughs> man bad. is horrible. You're yeah. just not understanding that he is just a grunting, football-munching Dorito man, and he <laughs> is useless, but you gotta cope, bitch. Like, that's the article. <laughs> in God, essence. and also this author's every article. Her whole life's work is sexist articles. It's like the saddest shit I've ever seen. I'm really sorry. Not to drag this person because, you know, who knows? Maybe they're doing this as a joke. Like, this is supposed to be for Reductress or something. Oh, my God. You know, is it Reductress? Is that? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, It says... It says, uh, you've heard the old expression, why buy the cow when you can't get the milk for free? And then this person writes, it's an ugly phrase, but there's some truth to the message. See, you know, in our relationship, I'm living with you right now because... So you got the cow and... I didn't even have to give you milk. Yeah, so you know, I I, you no, the thing is, like, I've bought the cow, so you know, I just have milk all the time. So, you know, I'm kind of over it now. Like, there's no thrill in getting my glass of milk. So, bitch, go to that- QFC. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't get this metaphor really. <laughs> God, just, and like it's me, just sad. me moving in, you know, it's no obligations. I've just commingled all of my furniture in my life and we my animals. We have two animals. pets together yeah. that would be destroyed if but we But I can leave on a moment's notice, no consequences to myself. Well, that's literally what this next one is. It says, couples who live together are less likely to get married, which I gotta see science data. Where is the facts that. about this? Because... Okay, one of the things that they say in here is that, like, the couples that thrive are the ones that have never lived together. What? That's what world how you do they live it in? out, man. I could never, honestly, commit to someone in that way that would be expensive and also expensive if you fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, if I've never, like, lived with that person before. I just couldn't. I couldn't do that. But it says, why? Well, reasons I've mentioned that remove the motivation to marry. Cohabiting couples also tend to have a more lax attitude toward commitment and don't work as hard to stay together. That's bullshit. We got a lease, bitch. It would be hella messy if we broke up. We would have our show. We have a business together. That, we got a business, a lease, two cats, and a ton of furniture and that consoles. That makes no sense. Like, us living together is going to make me work towards our relationship less. Why? Where? In what way? I need details. Where is the fucking science? I need details, bitch. That's all I want. Um, It says, the legal and public commitment of marriage. What about living together being public? I mean, that's pretty public. Um, Commitment of marriage motivates couples to work through conflict, strengthen the relationship, and stay together. Okay, honestly? So... No. Like... We, I'm not really worried about, you know, fixing our problems until I have that paper that says that we're married. Because then I'm kind of, like, obligated to fix the problem. But to play devil's advocate, which is a lot of milady in my opinion, right? <laughs> oh the guy God, that says no yeah. hugs is the first person to be like, to play the devil's advocate here, sports <laughs> a Dorito. Like, am I right? <laughs> like, honestly. Oh, fuck. Tell me that's not true. <laughs> but, like, what about, okay, so you're married. And you know how much of a pain in the ass and expense it would be to get divorced. So maybe it would just like, that's at that point, it's like, oh, we could fight all the time, but we know we're not going to like actually go through a divorce. You know what I mean? You could spin it. But like a lease is easier to break than a divorce, you know? It's not easy to break the chunk's heart though. Yeah. It's really God damn. Um, It says, living together is not a reliable way to predict long-term compatibility. I'm that's confused. the exact opposite of the truth. <laughs> like, that's literally just, like, a complete lie. <laughs> like, I can't think of a better way 
I mean, I wouldn't suggest going from, hey, nice to meet you, to roommate, but there's got to be... That's college, though, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um, But it says, in fact, couples who live together before marriage divorce at higher rates. I would like to see this... Like, there's no source there, you know what I mean? Where's the math? I need to know that one. But it says, there are other ways to set yourself up for a happy, healthy marriage. Serious dating allows two people to get to know each other as loving friends. And it says that you could take a class is one of the things that it says you could do. And it's like, okay, or you could just live together and not get married. You don't even have to get married, like, in a general. A lot of people still ask, like, why aren't you married? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Because (laughs) Because there's a lot of decision and a lot of stuff that costs money, bitch. (laughs) It says living together means that a man doesn't have to pursue his girlfriend any longer. (laughs) In what fucking world would anyone, man or woman, put up with someone not giving a shit and living together? Like, I'd kick them out. What if I could financially, fuck? like, get away, you know what I mean? That's like, the, I that is get the a problem. Roommate. That's the problem. Like, apathy after moving in together. That's not about the moving in together. It's about the fucking person. That's the that's- person. And they're a shit. Like... If but they, no, they don't this have is to work on anything after they move in with you. What? But she's stating sense. that as if like that's just the inevitable inevitable fact of what's going to happen, and it's like your fault because you wanted to move in together. Yeah, like I just I don't understand that, and also I feel like that's just not true. Like, it's just straight up not true. I was just saying that like. Our relationships like that fucking Facebook Messenger app, and like they don't even tell you what they're updating every fucking day. They update it every day, and they're like, "We're always updating to make sure everything's great." That's us in our relationship. Exactly. Every day, I feel like we are like tweak this. You know yeah. What I mean? We got a bug fix every day, <laughs> and like I feel like that's so important. And I don't know, maybe like you don't even feel like you have to do that when you're married. I don't know. I don't think. There's much of a difference between what Chris and I are doing right now and if we were actually married besides legal legal stuff, which is a big reason why I would want to get married in the future. It's the way that I feel like it should be. You should be building up to that point until where you're basically at that point. You just don't have the fucking legal documents to prove it. Yeah. Instead of it being like, hey, we're just some people that we kind of know, but we don't live together. And like, it's you don't not have to do it this way either. Like, I don't think any, like, if you want to be married, that's cool. If you don't, that's fine. Like, I don't think any of it's right or wrong. It's all depending on your situation, your current, like, financial situation, the climate between yeah. family and friends and your partner. Like, there's so much that goes into it besides just, like, deciding that your relationship is on that level. And that's what I think, like, that's why I like us, because our relationship's already at that level. So it's just, like, all we need are some contracts, but we haven't done that yet because of, like, X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I don't know. It was just a funny article because it was written in 2015, and it's just so sad that, like, this woman also wrote an article about why um, you shouldn't have opposite sex, in quotes, relationships when... In a marriage, like, like, I can't have friends. Well, I'm bi, so it doesn't matter. But, like, you couldn't have girlfriends, for instance, because it always leads to trouble. That's really fucked up. That's That's so fucked up. Terrible advice. First of all, the gender of a person is, like, 
my God, that has nothing to do with like your attraction to them or like the level of like platonic friendship versus romantic love. Like, you know what I mean? I just think that's so shitty. Like every girl that you have in your life, you would fuck them no matter what. And to me, that's like, bitch, you can't have friends. (laughs) Well, I don't exist. I'm just yeah, not you're, here. you're just, like, in a hole. But, like, yeah, like, all of my friends... I bet there's people probably that speculate about all of my girlfriends. Like, ah, she probably fucked her. Like, she probably fucked her. And it's like, yeah. okay, what? And I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But did she? Who is she? But anyway, I don't know. I just think it's, like, it's so sad. That is dumb These article. articles suck, and they are all over my Facebook all the time, and I want them to end. <laughs> yes, please do. Anyway. anyway, so part of Mercury being really fucked up today yeah was uh youtube oh don't even basically destroying careers today left and right they just want to you know really ruin themselves look i think we all know my feelings towards youtube as of late yes and it's like they're making it even harder for me to feel motivated anymore because everything is like the whole life has been sucked out of the website like if i'm honestly candid but it's true. It's like, it used to be like... It started when they got rid of fucking video responses, I feel. Really? Because, like, that was just, like, you know, a way to engage in conversation more than just toxic comments. You know what it was? True. You're right. You're so right about that, actually. But and I thought I think it was when Google Plus came in. Because when then just, it was like, you had to have, like, a second account to even be able to have a comment. Remember? Yep. There was so, a time where you couldn't even leave a comment unless you had a Google Plus yeah. account. Yeah. And they were really just trying to, like, limit community, I feel like. And they've done a really good job of it because they don't show you relevant content. Then they just fixed, fucked up the algorithm. Yeah, the algorithm only serves the people at the very top that make them the most money. And, like, I get that. As a business, YouTube's main focus probably is to make money. And I get that, totally. But I think everyone came under that website for a reason that it was just like a way to produce the content that you wanted to make about literally anything without having to have money. I mean, some things are obviously better achieved with a little bit of extra money in a studio, whatever you feel like doing. But the premise is The premise was that you could make anything and you didn't have to go through a zillion people or legal things ideally to like make your content. Yeah. And that's how many of us started, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think slowly... And slowly they have stripped away that idea of broadcast yourself. Do they even use that phrase anymore? I don't know. Because I bet their phrase now is like, get us money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I I don't think it's broadcast yourself at all. It's it's like we broadcast the people that will give us the most monies. (sighs) That's what it is now. And like we all know it. Like our subscription boxes, the algorithm for that, it makes it. So that is possible. Your homepage, your recommended feed, like it's all catering to content that earns them the most money and is the most PG-ish for Risque enough, you know, because like sex sells and stuff like you that. You still gotta but... be clickbait, but you can be clickbait trash and also cater to the family-friendly friendly companies. Like, you know, like kids react kind of shit. True. You I, know, I it's don't got know what cl- that channel honestly is. I haven't They just one, do, like do sure. clickbaity shit, like... React like kids, <laughs> yeah, like kids react to Harambe or something like that. I don't know, and like, but it's like really chill and not explicit or anything. Yeah, and like, what kills me is that there's already like a kids YouTube where you have yeah. to be a certain age and like all your content has to be like screened or whatever. 
Um, but anyway, so basically they've updated their terms and service, which they are totally allowed to do this. And it's fine, but it's not. <laughs> so, Chris, tell me what they updated. They decided that their policy for content that can have ads displayed on it is changing. Uh, it's changing. And at their discretion, they get to choose. There will not be ads served up on videos and content that are overly vulgar and explicit are about a controversial topic. Which is so vague. About, yeah, and it gave examples of, like, war and political conflicts and stuff like and that. And also natural disasters. Yeah, and it said there does not need to be, like, graphic imagery in the video it just for has to be about the, the ads topic. to be removed. And now let's just talk about how this is, like, literally censorship. I know. And, like, the world... Unfortunately, is Has not a all lot fucking. Happening. It's not all fucking butterflies and like happy DIY. DIYs. Like what the fuck? It's not Pinterest hacks and all that shit. Like there is tons of channels that more are, like NSA hacks. Oh my god! Okay. There's <laughs> educational channels. There's, there's news, news channels. channels. I hate us. Like there's so many channels that are just talking about unsavory topics, whether it's like educating or like. I don't know I, anything. Like, yeah, like, it's just like the world is not fucking just peaches. There's things that are are going to cause rifts in some communities that are going to be controversial that will start a fucking dialogue. But also, like, what constitutes controversial or, like, heavy? You know what I Apparently mean? Apparently, it's... Um, gay rights. Gay rights. <laughs> also, you Even know, telling a rapist to not be a rapist. Like, yeah. you know, things like that. Those are controversial and don't deserve advertising money what's fucked up is like our friend nicole Fody. he's a great youtuber he had a video like that he is unmonetized now and it was just about like being gay and he's literally picked to be in like the spotlight for their pride videos every year yeah. you know what i mean it's like they, they literally like have him on their big channel and they have all the gays on serving this big them channel. and like i mean that channel Every year that they make that Pride video, it becomes a mess and a horrible homophobia enrages all the comments. And I don't think they ever really do anything about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just so shitty. Like, there are tons of news channels that we watch that are getting all of their videos taken down. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're not getting taken down. But, like, okay, a lot of people make a living off of this platform. It's no surprise that people behind the camera are fucking getting money from this advertising. And they need Especially that. people that upload, like... Their job is to, like, report the news, like, every day of the week or yeah. whatever. And, like, like, if your whole channel is a news channel, like, you're fucked right now. Yeah. Also, vulgar, vulgar, vulgar language, <laughs> um, which has been something that has been fucking me in the ass for many years. <laughs> like, let's be real. Every time, it's just like, hey, we would give you this beautiful income if you could just not be you. And I've even toned it down. The podcast, I don't give a shit because, like, this is my voice, literally. This yeah. is just my voice, me trying to be myself. But, like, I tried to tone it down on YouTube just a bit, but, like, it's part of my comedy. And, like, if you're going to tell people that are, like, super famous in comedy to not curse, they're going to laugh at you. 
that's a part of like any stand-up comedy show i know and like it also like i i was listening to uh nick and ava of obli okay but what if podcast they did a whole episode about this whole youtube shit basically and one of the things that they were talking about was that um tv like they still have advertisements and yet they're showing like explicit content, sexual content, using curse words, like all these curse words that were never allowed to be said can now be said Mm -hmm. on like primetime TV and like violence showing violent imagery. Like how do these shows get to have these big name advertisers, but like these YouTubers that are talking about violence happening in the world that's real can't I know make money on spreading information. One of the videos that I saw that got taken down was raising money for a natural disaster. That's so wild. Like why? (laughs) Who thinks this is a good idea? I know it's so dumb. But it's it's true. Like it is a good idea because they know that most brands will pay them the big bucks if they can give them the most like glossy fluff shit like we all know what content we're talking about like and it sells because it's easily accessible to the average idiot and it makes money because it's 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 not having a bias it doesn't have a political like how many of these people that are making this content are talking about political issues no most of them are not because it's controversial and they don't want to have an opinion because it will give them any sort of reason for an argument or like any negative feelings whatsoever associated with the content. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And that's not the kind of shit I want to support TBH. (laughs) Like I want, there's a time and a place I will watch, you know, a fun cooking. Duh. You know, the cooking community is lit and they're not getting taken down probably. Yeah. And you know what? I don't expect my chefs on YouTube to talk about political issues. Maybe at least not on YouTube, but maybe on other social medias, I would hope. Yeah, it's totally fine. You know, I don't expect that, I guess. But like, I don't know. If you're calling yourself a lifestyle and personality channel, maybe have some personality and talk about some political issues. Honestly, <laughs> TBH, like I get the lifestyle part. And I think that's what everybody's kind of like hammering. If, yeah. If I'm being honest, but like, you don't have to be a political channel either, but like, it's just to show you that like the content that is like allowed to be profitable is like, it's just sad that the people that are doing great things and are, you know, informing the public in a way that they wouldn't be able to get by, I don't know, a this lot of free cable. channel. This yeah. is a free For outlet. Free. Educational videos are also having this issue. Educational videos. Like, imagine people don't use YouTube. Like, they use it in their leisure. And there are people watching educational videos in their downtime. That is so awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. And now people use YouTube in fucking classrooms, which is chill. I mean, I had that too. Mm-hmm. TED Talks, of course. Yeah, TED Talks. So yep. TED Talks. Also, are TED Talks getting like taken down? They're always controversial. What about BuzzFeed? All of their videos. You know what I mean? Like, there's what and what constitutes it's controversial. So, it's so ambiguous, and that's the real problem of it because they have the final word on it. I bet you five bucks my sex toy videos will get flagged. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Which, it's funny. Like, I already... Which, knock on wood, you haven't had any flagged yet on your I just... I but. expect, like, they're probably going down, like, I don't know, uh, subscribers. Because I feel like the biggest channels already got hit, and now it's like... Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll let you guys know if I get any emails honestly take my channel like just take her away and <laughs> like kidding. like you said the videos they're not not being there like they're not being taken down it's just that they're not getting the money for advertising and like 
And some of the most poignant videos like deserve to earn that creator that spent the amount of time researching that topic to get that money. Yeah. Like think exactly. about the time, honestly, that Philip DeFranco spends on his fucking videos. Yeah. His channel. I know. And his whole goddamn shit. He probably spent And now he's so in so much, much shit. Yeah. So much of his stuff is being attacked right now. And then you got like, now this is just going to push creators to do more sponsored content because how else are you going to fucking be able to live off of this platform? You're not. And then yeah. that's going to piss off the people that are watching that don't want to be. But that's in YouTube's content. best interest because if there's more money just invested in their channel, then that's more protection for them. Exactly. Like if you have the means then you're going to be able to make the better content. But it's just going to kill creativity. People are just going to make what's safe. It's like, oh, hmm, could I upload this video that is about this controversial topic that is relevant and not be able to get money at all for any of the work that I put into it or make this fluffy video that will have ads and a sponsorship. Yeah. And then it's going to it's going to dull content. And not that like my content's like the fucking like Bible or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Like it's, I make some videos that are stupid and are purely for entertainment and like trying to make you laugh. And then I have some videos that I actually like think are worthy of, you know, being seen. Like I want them like body image videos, especially on my channel, like and bisexuality videos. Also that like if the gay videos are coming down or the bi video is going to be coming down and I don't know. Oh man, guys, it's it's stressful. And it's like, at a really shitty time for me personally with my YouTube journey because I'm just like, had my YouTube journey, like TM. (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. Like, we all know that I'm, like, going through it right now and I don't really know what I want to be doing and it's like, nothing is motivating me to continue on this platform because it feels like it just makes it harder for me to be successful every step I take. Yeah. Just because I want to be making the content that serves the people that I care about in the world and me and my opinions and I want to be helping people and making them laugh and I want to do it being me but it's really hard to do that and survive that's where coffee with Rachel comes in yeah and I love this podcast and this podcast we have like no nobody like saying like that what we can put into this because the only advertisement that ever goes into the show yeah. is just, like, stuff that we pick out. I was once in a management situation very briefly, and they wanted us to start censoring swear words and sexual content from this podcast, and I stopped working with them. So, it's, it's it, this is us. Like, when we say the only thing filtered is the copy, we're really serious. Yeah. Because this is our show, and I love this show, and I love that we can have ads on it, and no one is upset because you guys know that we're just trying to keep this thing that we love afloat. And that I mean, there's we have so an many episode, man. Yeah. And I loved working with that company because that was some bomb ass clothes. But like, you know, uh, fuck, and yeah. plus it was body positivity, which I'm always into. Which yeah. are those videos controversial now? Like, what is controversial? I want to know. You let me know. <laughs> Thank you guys so much, though, those of you who are just listening, but also special thanks to everybody that is supporting us on Patreon because that's or has one of bought the, merch at all. Yeah, or has bought merch because or you has know, used one of our affiliate links that actually gives us a commission. Like yeah. any little thing, sharing a video or podcast so that more people see it or being download it. on our Twitch ever, you know? Yeah, 
Like even though we don't, that doesn't earn us anything at all. And we just love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> but you know, it all really helps. And crowdfunding is now another thing that a lot of people are going to have to go to. And it really sucks. And what that, I, hate, like, I hate that because I want to keep my content free and I like, never want you guys to have to fucking paywall to access it, which is why we make the Patreon perks more like bonuses. Yes. Not necessarily like a paywall, you know what yeah, I mean? Cause yeah, I would yeah. hate that. It would be like, just not cool. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I just, anyone that has ever supported us, like you're amazing and do that to the people that you love on the internet. It doesn't even have to be us. Like other Only people. Only if you can. Like, yeah. If, you, if you have the ability. But you just, you know, giving them views, giving them numbers is Sharing is honestly, well. it's free and you can do it. Subscribing yeah. is free. I don't know, whatever else you can do, but it's just like, it just makes it hard, you know? Like I don't want to have to get like another job just because I can't make the videos that I want to make and be able to upload them and get money for yeah. the work that I'm spending on them. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't want to be like uploading videos to a space that doesn't even give them to my subscribers because you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you don't want to, oh, God. there's a lot. And then I can't even be myself on top of it. It's just like, no, I just, it's broadcast yourself. I'm trying <laughs> let me like, that's why I love like all my other socials because I get to just really be me and I don't know like Instagram I feel like is the most like fake me out of anything <laughs> because it's so curated but it's my um like creative space because yeah, it's like that. I want to I want to make it pretty because I want to look at it and be like oh this is pretty and yeah, I like that you exactly. know what I mean I don't have many like creative perfect your Twitter feed is just filled with text and shitty memes and and fucking screenshots it's so like funny because like my Instagram like I do take time to like make sure like things match and like it looks nice and like I get really into it and like I go out of my way to like take pictures of things I don't know and then Twitter is literally like my 1am thoughts <laughs> and yet she verified <laughs> what oh, the fuck? fucking God. I love that I love Twitter I have a great time on there apparently they're having I didn't even know you can monetize videos on there I'm like okay maybe well, I'll just I guess do that. you know just be a Twitter but like what is what what kind of videos am I gonna upload to Twitter like I'm confused like what will that's I so wild that's funny I, I mean the moment I can monetize my snapchat she's in like, <laughs> that would, I mean how would you even do that I and, mean an ad play in between your snaps Ew. on your story. I would hate that. Never, actually. Yeah. I love my Snapchat because I get to take all those stupid snippet videos of moments that I want you guys to see, but are never pretty enough or in good enough lighting for YouTube. So basically cats doing funny things. Yeah. And like really <laughs> fuzzy zooms. Like I think Snapchat is like the most fuzzy zooming I've ever done in my life. My phone is such shit. Fucking 4S. I feel like the camera gets worse every year. Like it's how five do S's. Oh, what is it? Yeah, it's a five it's S. A f- it feels like a four at this point. Like she shrunk or something. <laughs> it's so small. <laughs> okay. Uh, so do you think we should go to questions? I guess we fucking should, bitch. Let's do some questions. Yeah, I got as always. Reddit open, bitch. Oh, shit. Reddit. I That's uh, our coffee crate If you didn't know we had that, it's basically our forum. Yeah. So leave your longer questions and your pictures of your cats and other pumpkin spice flavored And, things. you know, just create some nice conversations. Yeah. Create a space that's inviting and open. Broadcast concept. yourself, you know. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. What's Reddit's fucking, like, hashtag or whatever? Like the front page of the internet. Oh, uh, is that true? Isn't it Google? 
<laughs> it it's usually Google. your browser. It's usually Google. Let's so be they real. straight up lie. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I have Patreon to get those questions. Yes. So what do we got here? Um, so first is Kendall, who has asked, if you guys and the chunks were a type of fish in the ocean, what kind would you be? Ooh. Well, I feel like Lila is a blobfish. Um, yes. Just for like... Also a Dumbo octopus. Oh, yes. Both of them, definitely. Yeah. I just say blob over in general blobby nature. True. She does have a gelatinous move. <laughs> I would say Squeezy is like... He's skittish. He's a hatchet fish. Oh, my God. The eyes alone. Yeah, the eyes. Oh, shit. Is that the one with, like, the yeah. stomach? And you can... Yeah, okay. Absolutely. I, I got know. you. I knew exactly what you meant Yeah. That. I had hand gestures with that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one time that I wish I was filming you. Um, what about us? Okay, I'm absolutely a humphead brassy. <laughs> Just for oh. the name alone. Oh, fuck. You're, like... I would say you're like something really common, like <laughs> like common minnow. Yeah, like, honestly, just like trout. Just you're tr- that little fish that everyone has caught in a creek at one point. <laughs> in a little butterfly net. You know, oh, at the yeah. Beach. A little sunny. <laughs> oh, I caught a sunny once. Oh, and I fuck. caught you. Oh, <laughs> How will we keep us in love, though? Oh, shit. <laughs> We're living. Okay, so next is... Please, from- more aquatic questions, by the way. If, if we could do an... Can we do a whole ocean-themed episode? I don't Would know. Would you guys if, be into that? I don't know if I could fit that in. Shut the schedule. fuck up. <laughs> if we do a goddamn... I don't know, Star Wars episode. We're going to do an ocean episode where we talk all about ocean facts, conspiracies, the best parts, the best things. I'll pull out so many facts. You guys will be scientists after. I guess we can do that. Yo, and aquatic-themed questions. (laughs) Athotic is almost what I said. And honestly... Thought catalog-themed question. (laughs) Please. Um, So next we have from Flynn and Drew... Who said, would you want to eat at Guy Fieri's restaurant? I was there recently on my birthday trip this past week, and the mac and cheeseburger was absolutely fantastic, Ooh. and I couldn't stop thinking about how happy Rachel would be. <laughs> also, <laughs> so did you know April 4th is natural, not natural, national Guy Fieri Day? What? We've got a national Guy Fieri Day, and they didn't tell me? Wow. Well, they told me. <laughs> April 4th. Where April were you 4th. guys? Come on, you should have let us know about this. So you got the fool, then you've got the Fietti. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The, the fool and the Fietti. And then the the, the Like, it's a month. It's oh, a, my God. It's, and then Jesus is in there. At one oh, point. shit, yeah. You think about it, Passover, too. It's all bopping month. You know, that's something. Like, I know we shit on August. I got to say, April, not bad. I feel like April's always, like, a month of change and moving and working. Yeah, there's always things moving around in there. I feel like... Easter decides to pop out of everyone's Isn't that when your taxes are due? Yeah. That's it. That's, That's what it, it is. It's like, you know your life's about to be fucked, if you're me. <laughs> Most people get a bonus. I get no Deduction. <laughs> she lose money. <laughs> it's oh, horrible. Oh, <laughs> Save man. me. Um, anyway, next question. I, oh, wait. The question answer here. I would absolutely eat at one of his establishments. <laughs> Yes, um, I would give given the blessed opportunity, I would. Upon 
reorganizing the kitchen, we found that we have three bottle openers, one of them being a Guy Fieri bottle opener, and we can't get rid of any of them because they all have a good purpose. Yeah, one's a fancy one that works really well, one's Guy Fieri's, and one is shaped like a parrot. (laughs) And we never have used any of the ones that are not the good one, but we got to keep them. It's the precedence of it all, you know? The precipice. The precedent. President, President. <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> All right, fuck. Uh, I next have question. Next one. Keep this shit on the air, you know? <laughs> is from Lexi, who says, Hi, Chris, Rachel, and Chunkos. Longtime listener here and finally financially stable enough to support the show a bit Aww. and be an official bench. Thank you. Jesus Christ, uh, thanks. Hate to get sappy, but the show has helped me not only laugh hysterically on the bus, but as well as be more proactive about my mental health and get into therapy after dealing with depression for over eight years. Amazing. Anyway, as a Jew myself, I feel myself resonating with so much Rachel says. Thankfully, we have excellent bagels here in Chicago. Uh, and I was curious, what are your most used Jewish slash Yiddish words? Uh, spiel. I think I feel like I say spiel. I, I say every... spiel a decent amount I, too. Like, like, it's fine. I feel like it's caught on. You know. Yeah, it's Shtick. mainstream. Um, I would say I do say like oi, and honestly, just the way that I sound. Honestly, I just found I sound like I'm gonna run a deli at one point. <laughs> like, I just feel like that's my vibe. Like I, I hope people know I'm Jewish when they meet me. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I get that. I hope they get that vibe because I feel like I give that vibe just with my normal voice, but. Um, I would say, like, I do say schmutz a lot, too. It's all those, like, schmutz. Any word that you could use to describe spreading of cream cheese on a bagel. Schmutz. Schmier. Yeah. I do say oi when shit's, like, really uncomfortable. Like, I'll catch myself, like, Chris will be like, I just got a text from my dad. I'm like, oi. Because you know it's going to be weird, you know? Like, it's just going to be annoying. (laughs) But, yeah. Uh, So, Rebecca has asked the next one uh, you wake up in the morning and your favorite food network chef slash personality is in the kitchen and you can have them make one meal of your choice who is the chef and what do you have them make okay so i'm assuming that i fucked jeffrey zakarian and he's just like making me breakfast in the morning yeah is that the vibe yeah okay he would make me like well, he would make the most beautiful mimosa, but he wouldn't use orange juice. He'd use something great, like grapefruit <laughs> or like some something, something wild and extra. Yeah, and he'd be wearing nothing but a pocket square. <laughs> and he would also make me like I would say like crepes. Like honestly, don't you think he would make like a banging crepe? Yeah. Is it crepe? I guess so. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like I'm not gonna lie, crepe sounds harsh. Like <laughs> crepe sounds like nice. And if you crep. say uh, creepy, crep then, uh, sounds like crap. Yeah, so like, I don't like but that. But I know it's like crep. crep. So, like I'm not croissant. <laughs> but that's all I got. That's all she got. I'm gonna say that uh, Michael Simon's in my kitchen, Ooh. and he's making me like a really hearty like sausage and eggs kind of breakfast. Like you know hash. what I'm saying? But like Ooh, potatoes. You know, a very <laughs> fancy cup of coffee. Ooh. You know, not just like brewed coffee. He you know, like it. some spices and shit in there. Like real fancy Do shit. You, like is is Michael Simon your most fuckable Food Network host? Because he is beautiful. He's got, like, a shark-like I'd say so. smile. Yeah. I just feel like he's a stunner. I would his really smile say, really enchants me, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah. I would say him. And his very nice laughter. Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's a nice chortle. Yeah. I would say him and Zakarian are my two. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, now that we got that out of the way. Uh, Last one here is from Beth, who says, I know Food Network really gets your goat, but do you have have any thoughts on your faves from the Travel Channel? (gasps) 
I'm a travel channel bench and get me that Bizarre Foods and Ghost Adventures. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I've been sleeping on the travel channel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like we're really missing out on and some gold. And it's because I don't have cable. And do we have that on Sling? I think that actually is on Sling. Well, then, bitch, let's do it. I just think it was never on in my house. Food Network was. Yeah. So it was either Food Network or TV Land. Ew. <laughs> it was because my parents were so old. They're like, oh, let's watch fucking whatever is in black and white. And I'm like, please stop. Let's put there was an always HGTV in my home. Like, true. literally, that fucking, like, emblem was burned into the TVs. <laughs> it's true. I think maybe we should get into the Travel Channel and give you guys updates and maybe start branching out because maybe you guys are sick of the Food Network and HGTV shit. Don't. You bite your tongue. Nobody's <laughs> sick of it. Listen, <laughs> you never know. Maybe we need to go Discovery. I mean, I used to watch a lot of Discovery. Anytime Discovery like, is trash now. Okay, yes. Yes. They used to be good. I enjoyed it. It's like the new TLC. <gasps> oh, yeah, it's it is, true. though. Same with History Channel. Too. Oh, my God, yes. It's true. But you know what? I just feel like, basically, that the Discovery Channel... <laughs> <laughs> they always have one show before they ever got video footage of the giant squid. Remember when she was all aloof and no one knew where the hell she was? Yeah. You know, <laughs> they always would have like artist renderings and I loved those. <laughs> I loved watching a documentary about uh, some fish that you haven't seen since like the dawn of time. And they just like have a cool like journey about it, you know, but the moment they that. got that footage, like, honestly, do you ever think about like, the people that have been looking for that giant squid this whole time, like, think about how excited they must have been when they fucking got that footage of that shiny gold bitch. I know. And she's gold. It's always red, you know? It's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, now that you got my emotions out of the way. <laughs> we'll check out the Travel Channel report back. Yeah. That was All the right. Uh, so what do you have on Reddit? Okay. Do the chunks ever talk to each other? <laughs> Yes. Yes, they do. They have a language. They chatter at each other. Lila is like a, and then Squeezie will be like, (laughs) so there you go. (laughs) I hate that I did that. Oh man, they're cute. I know. They're very nice. Okay. Greetings, Chris, Rachel, and the Chunks. My question is for Rachel. Huh. I have been struggling. (laughs) Wow, self-serving over there. (laughs) But then it goes to, I've been struggling, and then I'm like, oh, right, because everyone goes to me because I'm also struggling. (laughs) I love you guys, though. I'm here to help. Um, Okay, I've been struggling with anxiety since I was a preteen, but I haven't been able to get treatment for it for a multitude of reasons. Parents, doctors being dismissive, the closest psychiatrist office covered under my insurance being a half hour drive away. Yikes. That's a lie. I totally would feel you on that. Um, This past year, I've noticed that my anxiety has gotten worse and has begun to affect my ability to focus on certain tasks, especially schoolwork. I just graduated high school, so at first I attributed this to senioritis. Oh, we've all been there. (laughs) My senior year of college, I'm like, that's just senioritis. (laughs) Like, crying on the shower floor. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's it's real. It's real. (laughs) Okay. Um, But now, I'm about to start my college and it is still affecting me. I'm supposed to write an essay over the summer for my English class and I found myself unable to concentrate long enough to make any significant progress on it. I was wondering if you have ever experienced this and how were you able to deal with it in order to become a successful student because at this point I'm low-key worried if I'll be able to make it through college if this problem keeps persisting. I totally 1000% feel this because I feel like I'm a smart person and I do love school but when I was dealing with the worst amount of depression, I had so... I've, like, never been a worse student. Yeah. And I wasn't used to it at all. Like, mm-hmm. I was not, like, a 4.0 kind of binge, but I was definitely, like, 
you know, an A, B, like C in math kind of girl. <laughs> True. Okay. I did fail math that one year. <laughs> but look, it was parabolas. What the fuck are they? I still don't understand. And I had that $5,000 calculator and it still didn't help. But anyway, <laughs> what I have to say to you is that you will like get enough of it done. I feel because <laughs> that's what I did. I did. I mean, I started becoming like a bare minimum kind of person and I don't recommend that, but I feel like what you have to do is you just have to push yourself to think like, Hey, this is an exciting thing that I get to have the luxury of being able to learn all this shit and hopefully it'll help me in my life later. And I'm also paying for it. So I, it's like a necessity, I guess. So you just have to like, keep telling yourself that like, you just have to get it done. And I would say also to join something fun at your school that will also keep you motivated because you'll see all your friends doing all their shit and they'll like invite you to like work on things together. And that always helps to like motivate you to get things done. If you were just going to like, you know, sit around and not feel motivated, you know, like I feel like other people getting work done around you helps me to be like, okay, I'm going to look like an asshole. So I got to work on something here, you know, maybe finally a space in like, a library or something public that's like you know you can go to this space specifically just to do your work this is not like doing work in your bed you know yeah, that's true like i that's where i feel like i struggled a lot because i had only my bed to really work yeah so at. then your bed is just for sleeping yeah if it's like possible if you can take like a class with at least someone you know but a roommate a friend someone that's gonna like hold you accountable and not like they're gonna like guilt trip you But it'll make it easier because, like, one, you're going to feel motivated to go because you have someone that you go with. It can become a routine for you. You can go to, like, a breakfast after or whatever, you know? And you can also study with that person and trade notes with that person. But also, they'll be there to pick up any notes that if you can't make it because there are going to be days where you're going to need a mental health day and you shouldn't feel bad about it. Just don't, you know, do what I did. (laughs) Don't take a mental health semester like, still be enrolled. Like... You know, if they, if you have to miss it, like, at least you'll be able to get your shit or someone to sign you in or whatever the fuck you need. But, yeah, get the test, quiz, date, all that. But it's definitely tough. And, like, hey, if you do it, you are a strong-ass bitch. And getting through college is hard as fuck on top of being, like, a mental illness situation. So, like, just... You are already killing it just by even being motivated to apply and get into the goddamn fucking school. Yeah. Like, TBH. And getting all your SATs done and all that other shit. Like, Mm -hmm. that's already so much work that you put in. Like, that's amazing. All those applications, like, good for you. You'll be fine. I feel that. Yeah. Like, true, though. That's fucking hard. Pretty bomb-ass advice there, Ruble. Oh, I really struggle with advice, I feel. (laughs) I get nervous. Stop you making me nervous. All right. What is the next fucking question <laughs> as you line. unlock your fucking phone? I know. Tablet. It's a problem. Okay. So basically, um, episodes behind. I'm a few episodes behind, so sorry if I missed this. Um, do you guys plan on finishing The Last of Us, whether in Twitch streams or on your own with an occasional mention on the podcast? It's my favorite game of all time with Life is Strange as a close second, and I'm curious to know what you guys think of it. Okay. We will finish it. We gotta. You are afraid, but we will finish it. I know. It's just because she exploded the fucking PS4 the last time, and I'm scared. I'm scared. But uh, it'll be fine. I do. I was really into it, though. Yeah. And I wasn't even, like, playing. I was just watching because 
we can only have one person play. Um, do any of you guys do that? Like, even if it's a game that, like, I would want to, like, physically play, but, like, I can't just have you play a game and then me play it right afterwards because yeah. I feel like I like experiencing the game with you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like watching a show together. Mm-hmm. That's how I like to do it. So we just pick the person that does it. Usually it's you because I'm just, like, too lazy to actually press A or whatever. Because <laughs> it's always story-based games that we do like that. And I'm yeah, like, and oh. so you want to experience the story. And just yeah, like, I just want to watch and scream out, hit C! Yeah. <laughs> Tell the fucking photography teacher to suck his dick. <laughs> what was his name from Life is Strange? Oh, I forget his name was... Oh, I should know that. He's was the, it like, Max? No. Max no, Medina. Ma- no. <laughs> Fuck you, Max Medina. Actually, we've decided Max Medina was a pretty good dude. It's Luke, obviously, but Max Medina is, like, right there. Yeah. If Luke did not exist, Max Medina would be the Medina. We've switched to Gilmore Girls if you didn't know where the fuck we were. <laughs> That's where she That's always That's the show. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee with Rachel. Coffee with slides into Gilmore. That's what it is. It's like it's New baseball. slogan. Baseball. I'm always stealing bases and sliding in to Gilmore. Okay? Oh, fuck. Shut the fuck up. Is what is the next question? Okay. I've been a nail biter for as long as I can remember. I'm 22, just graduated college, where I was severely anxious, or I was a severely anxious mechanical engineering major. Shit, I mean, fuck. And a pretty awesome, and I got a pretty awesome job, but I can't seem to stop biting them. Any tips for fellow anxious listeners? Okay, I feel you. I definitely am currently a nail biting machine. Yeah. I like <laughs> when I get really, really stressed. I get back into it. I go, it used to be like I was a consistent nail biter and I also have like a dermatillomania situation with the feet. So we won't even get into that. But like, then I got to a point where I could quit and I just did it out of like sheer will of wanting to use all the nail polishes that I had. Yeah. And that was like something that you had. It was during a good time though. Yeah, I know it was during a good time, but you had like this whole routine of like, just making sure you were having fun, like painting your nails. And, I have like, like a taking manicure care that I give myself and basically. taking care of them. I and even do a little soak, a little hot soak to moisten the cuticle. That yeah. kind of crap. Yeah. I do that. So like the, when you were at a time when it was good and you were able to work on that, that's how you were maintaining yeah. that. And watching a show that I didn't have to really look at to get. Yeah. So, like, a Gilmore Girls and chill nail thing. Only the second walkthrough of Gilmore Girls. Like, if you're watching it for the first time, you gotta You gotta, you look. gotta view. You gotta look. <laughs> Honestly, like, the first three times, you gotta look. <laughs> because there's a lot happening. Um, but, yeah, I used to do that. But also, buying, like, yourself expensive nail accoutrements also helps. Like, expensive Deborah Littman nail polishes and fucking Dior cuticle cream. <laughs> Honestly, that cuticle cream, though, is the tits, and it will actually make your nails stronger. Also, I would highly recommend getting a base that makes your nails grow stronger because it'll help yeah. with the grow-out process. But right now, I've been playing guitar and not giving a shit because I don't really want to have long nails while I play. I feel that. But also, they look like trash, and I kind of want to <laughs> grow them out again. But I, she's, I've been biting. Hi guys, love your podcast bunches. I've been listening since the beginning. Anywho, my cat is 13... And passed away this week, so I've decided to adopt a chunk to fill the gaping hole in my heart. I'm very sorry for Aww. your loss. 
I'm really sorry, but I'm glad you got a new chunk. Please send us pictures. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited because I haven't had a young, but I haven't had a young cat since I was very little, and I was wondering if you had any advice on taking care of a new chunka. What feed? What food do you feed your chunks? Is it okay to leave the cat alone for a few hours, like when I'm in class? And are some good? What are some good toys, etc.? Thank you. Um, it is okay to leave. You know, they're gonna want that. Just make sure you baby proof the place. I mean, if this is like a kitten, kitten, they are gonna want a little bit more love than like when the cat grows up a little bit. Yeah, but it's definitely okay to leave because they have to sleep. Yeah, and they'll be tired because they're gonna be more peppy and squeezy. Like when we got him, he was like what, like six months old. Yeah, and I mean that's still young in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And he would. I mean, we were in college, and he would stay in our class no he would be in our class he was the professor <laughs> I'm so sorry I don't know where that came from like it just spilled out he used to hand me my blue book <laughs> but no he would stay in our bedroom but we would just make sure that we put away anything that we wouldn't want him to eat but like you should do that anyway if you're getting a pet like small things yeah. that they could eat but Make honestly, sure I, I think, like, the cats that they they just sleep when we're not around because they're usually awake when we are here because they want to hang out with yeah, us. Yeah, that's how ours do it, at least. Yeah. But, you know, make sure that they got plenty of food and water and a litter box that's, like, they know where it is really well. And then mm-hmm. you should be fine. Just make sure you put away anything that they would fuck with. Yeah. And as for food, you know... Don't do any of that frisky shit. Yeah, try to keep it as, like, all-natural as you possibly can. Yeah. Look for, like, really not a lot. Our has two ingredients in it, the fucking duck and the peas. Yeah. And, like, I love that. If you can't find... I mean, you can honestly find a lot of really good natural food at, like, PetSmart and shit now. Yeah. But if Even you can, on Amazon, too, like, you figure it out which ones you want. True. You order a lot we get our food from Amazon now because yeah. they closed our, like, little organic pet shop or whatever the fuck yeah. we're going to. Like, how bougie does that sound, though? <laughs> we never had access to that kind of shit. And, um, yeah, I would make sure that they have, like, something that they like to sleep on. If it's your bed, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You know? If it's squeezy, it's uh, every black article of clothing you own. <laughs> <laughs> or any electronic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You got a laptop, you got a tablet, a phone, a box. He's there. <laughs> Lila's just, she likes to blend in with anything the same shade of white. Sorry. She's currently a tube worm on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as far as, like, toys, I mean, all cats are so different, and they're going to like different things. And so I would just get a large variety. <laughs> Squeezy, huge fan of the laser pointer. Lila, not, not as so into it. Lila, emotionally attached to the felt ribbon. <laughs> Squeezy, also intrigued by the felt ribbon. That but was not screaming when it leaves. <laughs> Squeezy, fucks a stuffed animal that was made by a subscriber to look like him. Lila <laughs> doesn't like that toy. Probably for good reason. But get, like, an assortment. Get, like, mice, some that jingle, some that don't, so that they can play with something that doesn't and jingle while you're sleeping. Yeah. And also, you'll probably want to put the jingle items away and the crunchums. The yeah. crunchums. Everyone's Those are alive. Squeezy's favorite. Oh, it's God, we're turning into, like, opens the wallet photos fall out. It's true. <laughs> One day, we will go through a whole episode without mentioning the cats. Bullshit. I think we can no, do it. No, it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Someone should, like, go back, oh, look back, and fuck. see if there is an episode that exists where we don't mention either of them at all. Or cats of any nature. <sighs> okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, I have an email here from Holly. Uh, it says, hello, coffee, creature, and chungos. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the coffee was, you know, formally introduced. Good. I'm drinking lemon juice. <laughs> 
I have a question for you all. My boyfriend and I have been good friends for almost a year, and I've been dating about three months. We are both graduating from our university in December and want to move away from our college town into the city. Yes. What we have sort of talked about is the possibility of moving in together. Economically, it makes sense because we'd be splitting rent, utilities, food, etc., but I am nervous because we haven't been dating that long. He -hmm. spends a few nights at my place a week since he commutes almost an hour to school every week, so we have, quote-unquote, practice living together. I know it is moving fast to go ahead and live together, but like I said, we've been friends for a while, and that and have a feel for what it'd be like. I'd love to hear your opinions on this. And if you have any advice for a couple moving in together for the first time, there's also cats. Yes. There's cats. There's one of a snoot. You have to see this. Oh my God. You have to see. Oh, look at that snoot. That's just a good snoot. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I love it when you guys send me your pets. Especially if, do any of you guys have any like fish out there? Oh my God. Send me your fish fish. chunk. Yeah. A funk. Oh. Ooh, or a chish. <laughs> anyway. That doesn't work. Um, basically, so. according to that article, don't do it. <laughs> if you ever want to get married, don't do it. I'm so sorry that you listened to all that shit right before we get to your question about moving yeah, in. Yeah, that's fucked up. Oh, man. Um, I mean, honestly, like, if you felt it out from, like, him staying, I mean, that's how I felt, too, because you stayed in my dorm room, like, a a decent chunk and yeah. we had to deal with having like four people as well mm-hmm. you know what I mean like and like if you've been really good friends for over a year then yeah. like that's about like you know a good amount of time that we were together like we were like a year and a half yeah by the time we I had to like decide that I feel like you know them pretty well and especially at, if the time like that you've been dating and then sleeping in the same room and shit each night like yeah yeah I mean, I think it'll be fine as long as, you know, you go into it, like, being excited and less nervous about it. I know that's probably, like, better said than done. <laughs> but I was definitely nervous to move in. But I think I was also really excited because I knew it was going to be fun. I knew mm-hmm. I was going to like it. And I knew it was going to be great not having to, like, bust my ass to, like, see you every day. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Because I wanted to spend time with you, but I hated having to, like endure your roommates and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that was it made it like less fun to like have you over you know no, yeah i mean like we get very worried about like stuff like this because like you know it's a big relationship move but like we all forget that it's a really fun and exciting thing that happens you know like you're getting a whole new space you're going to be in the city like it's going to be really fun yeah you get to decorate you get to cook each other dinner and just shower together it's great (laughs) there's so much that you get to do you get to like cook naked all the time and eat spaghetti we don't do that enough (laughs) like i need to have more spaghetti naked. cooking naked don't do it with oil involved honestly don't do it it's a little yeah it's really like not a fantastic i can't tell you how many times i have like because i never am wearing pants so it's like it's just always yeah it is anyway so um based off the situation you described think it's gonna be pretty good any advice um as like always with everything relationship related i'm just gonna say you know open communication man always you know, letting each other know when no post-it notes you. no post-it notes about like hey could you not do this and like could you not turn the thermostat down like yeah because like our situation like was a little bit different because we had other roommates yeah so we were like less worried about each other and more worried about them and it got like distracting enough for us that like you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, we also had to share, like, one room of the house, and that was it. So I feel like we had to 
get anything that was annoying us out of the way because like we were really close quarters but it was fine yeah so i mean you know just automatically talking about things that you know are just bothering you or just checking up having open communication yeah that's the best and both thing. like make make sure like you're all helping out with like everything but i'm sure yeah. that's gonna just happen because you have to like don't like leave a fucking mess and expect the other person to clean it up like exactly get your shit together yeah yeah. Well, okay. good luck. Yeah. <laughs> With that, I think we should wrap this shit show up. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for having a cup of lemon juice with me. <laughs> it was delicious. And yeah, I'm me and my little mint tea. I'm now Minty. feeling a little sleepy. Oh, sleepy time. Yeah. But uh, we will see you on, what the fuck day is it? Sunday? We'll see you on Sunday. You know, we'll be freshly... In the middle of packs. If I'm sick, I'm going to be pissed off. I just have a feeling that I'm going to get, get that sick. that vibe. Yeah. But, like, I shouldn't put that out in the universe. But Mercury is also here to just, like, fuck your ass. I just, <laughs> I just really feel like that's just, it's a, it's, it's a convention. And she's going. And, and there's a lot of Subway sandwiches, so. I'm going to have so much hand sanitizer. I'm going to be like, they're going to be like, is she drinking? You know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Be, probably. <laughs> Well, let's fucking go. Oh, do you think there's going to be, like, free beverages at some point? I hope so. I hope so. That's why I go to these things. I like the yeah. free bevs, the free everything, the free stuff. Exactly. Take let's that last it. swig. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Sorry if this part sounds a little bit different, but we're having some trouble with some of our equipment. And so I was playing with a toy, and <laughs> now we just are back to, like, the old days. The olden days when we just used a little box to record. Yeah, we're just waiting for a fucking thing to get sent in the mail. It'll be actually here today, but we just couldn't wait any longer to get this up. Yeah, so sorry about the delay, but uh, here is the bench list. Yes, so we decided to do Bath & Body Works Sense. Some of these are real scents. Some of these we made up because, man, we had to. Yeah, we had to. Sometimes we got more it names. just doesn't fit. Yeah. So this is what you guys would be as a Bath & Body Works a scent. Um, Nicole Dowling is Misty Meadow. Carissa is Pumpkin Caramel Latte. Bailey Lynn is Sparkling Snow. Jackie Goldfarb is Farm Stand Apple. Sloan Nolan is Vanilla Bean Noel, a classic fan fave. Sarah Booth is Bamboo Pineapple. Um, Allison Sense would be Sensual Amber. Hunter Curtis is Curses and Hexes. Okay, did you make that up? Yeah, that, I was gonna that, say, that's made up. I kind of want that. Uh, Megan Rackley is Track and Field. <laughs> that's like a man scent. These are like Yankee Candle scents. Oh my god. Kate Convery is Concord Grape Candy. Danielle Manus is Mayflowers. <laughs> Taylor Collins is soft floral. Emma Corbeil is coral reef. What does that smell like? <laughs> Fishy. Heather Ann is flannel. Flannel. Sloan Fuller is basket full of apples. You know they would make a scent like that. Yeah, they would. Angelica Feliz is Feliz Navidad. Erin Bray is brandied pear. <laughs> Not Dead Yet is Dead of Night. Well, shit. <laughs> Allison Teresa is Caribbean Salsa. Jada Goshi is Apple Mango. My Elizabeth is Bubble Bath. Elizabeth. <laughs> Laura Collins is Raspberry Tart. Ishbel Mendez is Cranberry Pear Bellini. Talia Miller is Warm Miller Light. Oh! That's definitely not a real one. Uh, what if it was? Oh my god. Some like Spencer's ass motherfucker made that. <laughs> Kat Vallejos is Lily of the Valley. 
Margarita is Island Margarita. Hannah Labelson is Jingle Bell Blossom. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Japanese Cherry Blossom. Another classic. Classics. Emily Lewis is Crackling Embers. I'm surprised that's not real. Chloe Archer is Green Clover and Aloe. Interesting. Anthony Hood is Thawed Icicles. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> that's not a real scent. <laughs> Uh, Mariah Hanna is hand-picked lemon. Nice. Elizabeth Hallbrook is holiday gumdrop. Jennifer Habgood is goodness grapeness. Shut the fuck up. That's, that's a real. real scent. Madison Greer is green tea and cucumber essence. Are these like from the 90s? There's some old ones in here, yes. Mm. Madison Wolf is wolf's howl. Okay. What does that smell like? <laughs> My breath. Creamy cedar In wood. the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Megan McNally is pomegranate. And sweet orange. <laughs> Megan. Skylar Medley is Starry Sky. Megan Preyus is pristine. <laughs> what? Corey Springfield is Cool Spring. Cat is Damp Catacombs. <laughs> it's horrible. Ilka is Creamy Milk. I hate that. Jax is Jack-O-Lantern, of course. Nicole Allen is Stolen Moments. Courtney White is White Citrus. Carrie Davis is Carried Away. Jennifer Cornwell is Crazy Caramel Corn. Sophia Cock is Sticky Toffee Pudding. Ash Rozelle is Sandalwood Rose. Blossom Bubbles and Buttercup is Blushing Cherry Blossom. Whoa. Beth Fonseca is Chocolate Fondue. Jackie I like Br- the way you spelled chocolate there, Chris. <laughs> C-H-O-C-O-L-O-A-T-E. Somebody owes. Chocolate. <laughs> Jackie Brigulio is Key Lime Cooler. Christina Contreras is Christmas Snow. Allison Dowell is Meadow Sweet. What? Catherine Simpson is Simply Divine Cherry Pie. Marlene Nage is Apple Martini. Ian Murphy is Harvest Coffee. Cater Liriano is Sweet Magnolia Melon. Rebecca O'Donnell is Winter is Beckoning. <laughs> Shut it up. It smells like snow. <laughs> Kendall Berg is Bergamot Coriander. Allie McGregor is Gorgeous Gardenia. <laughs> it's a real sense. I might have made that one up. I don't know. <laughs> Megan Grilly is Mega Mint Chip. Chloe Killip is Chestnut and Clove. Taco Roach is Taco Tuesday. Mmm, spicy. Cassandra Buckout is Sandalwood Fig. Haley Cadwalder is Wall of Ivy. Camellia Malky is Blueberry's Jubilee. <laughs> Maddie Pullman is Pomander Orange Spice. Sounds like a fucking Pokemon. Amanda <laughs> Marie is Orange Freeze. Jane Shell is Seashell at the Seashore. Okay. Allison Francoy is Sonoma Vineyard Berries. <laughs> Caitlin Whalen is Fresh Linen. Lucy Ravenscroft is Ravishing Red Raspberries. Cody Robinson is Robin's Nest. Lauren Siobhan is Serenity. Sarah Seaman is Sea Spray. Dana Daly is Happy Daisy. Megan Wilson is Weeping Willow. Oh, we got two sides to every corn there. <laughs> Claire Wood is Twilight Woods. Woo! One I recognize. <laughs> Kelly Adams is Kelly Greenfields. Hannah Peterson is Tis the Season. That's it. To be Boncho. Oh, I miss the holidays. Anna Hernandez is Beach Cabana. I like that one, actually. Jenna Gordonier is Autumn Gord. Sasha is Sherbert Shake. Sarah is Scary Spice. Vlynn and Drew is Dream Fields. Bridget Dubin is Sand Dunes. Hillary Gay is Rolling Hills. 
Elizabeth Dole's is Dole Whip. <laughs> we had to. Mackenzie Knight is Midnight Pomegranate. Because you would only have a pomegranate at midnight. Yeah. And Rachel Evans will eventually stop shopping at Yankee Candle. Honestly, come on. They burn badly. You get like... They're horrible. Black fucking soot everywhere in those and like i don't care if you trim your wick and you get the professional little muffler shit like it's always that's too mess. much come on it's always all right, all right. so other benches they are you know the- in those bins of like you buy one thing and you get six free lotions yeah they're in the six free lotions oh area. my god <laughs> you got Allie malone kathleen Wynn, and rose barnett Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. You guys mean the world to us. And you smell great. Yeah. So burn a candle for us. Set an intention and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.